This is Above Grade with J.S. Brown and your host, Bryce Jacob. Welcome to Above Grade. I'm Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown and Company, here with another great episode for you. And I've got a couple friends of mine here in the studio who are artisans in their own right. And I've got Alex and Lindsay Remley. They have Edgework Creative is the name of their company. They've been around for quite a while now. Uh, you're well established in the area of Grandview. And uh, I remember seeing your work initially, and it was really impressive. And the, the heights you've taken things to are just really exciting. So it's great to have you on with me this morning. Thanks for having Thanks us. For having We're us. glad to be back. Yeah, so walk everybody through. This is the first time, you know, they've been on uh, Above Grade before, and uh, you've heard them talk, but you get to see them. That's one of the beautiful <laughs> things is if you're, if you're still listening to the podcast, you'll want to take a good hard look at them as they're a lovely couple. And, uh, and you started this business together, and you're running the business together, and you're still happy together. So yes. that's pretty exciting. <laughs> yes, we survive, we're surviving and all. Yeah, yeah. So tell us how you got started again, because it's a great story. Yeah, so we got started because we moved into a house and we didn't have any furniture, but um, had some ideas mm -hmm. and with a little persistence and ingenuity, um, I've always like loved design. I'm not formally trained or anything like that, but yeah. I've always just sort of had a passion for interior design and he's always had an ability and a gift for um, figuring things out. I always describe yeah. him as having an engineer's mind. He mm -hmm. can, he just wants to understand how things work. Everything from like a fishing rod to, you know, the electrical in the basement. So, yeah. um, <laughs> he likes to figure things out. And so I, I just asked him, I said, if I come up with a design for a dining table, would you build it for me? And he said, yeah. And so we, a shot. yeah, he, he built it. And, you know, <laughs> we just started having people ask about it and encouraging us to do something more. And so... Saw your table and it kind of went from there. Yeah, exactly. And at what point did you say, you know, this could really be a business. This might be our path in life that we should really pursue. Yeah, it was about a year and a half or so into building, you know, onesie twosies out of the garage on the mm -hmm. evenings and weekends. We kind of got to a point where we're like, if, if we want to do this, we got to get out of the garage and... Hire a team. In, yeah, get into a, a bigger space and upgrade some tools and maybe hire a person or two and and um i was i was very cautious <clears throat> was not uh super into taking the risk and we got presented with the opportunity to look at a, a potential shop space with some friends and it just i saw it and i was just like it's gotta happen yeah yeah Whoa, this could be this. it yeah. <laughs> so, yeah and so what what folks who are are watching this on youtube see is that that's your warehouse there yeah and, it's a really uh, so, inspiring space. Yeah, it's phenomenal. I remember walking into it the first time, and I just stumbled in off the street because mm -hmm. I saw it, and it was you know there's a welcome sign on the outside of the building, and I went, well, if I'm welcome, I'm going in. <laughs> I like to explore, <laughs> yeah. and the, I love the building and the glass roof yeah. on it, and just the big windows and everything, and I thought, this is uh, this is a really cool building. So I yeah. went in and I met you guys. Yeah, and I remember was, that day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that day. Yeah, and we have so now we have we're in that space. And we have a team of 10, yep. and we're building furniture all over the country and working with cool partners and yeah. having a blast. But I know you're, you're in the commercial setting, you're in residential, so it isn't just the onesie twosie, someone calls you for a dining room table. Mm -hmm. You've got some really cool stuff, and we're going to look at that here coming up. And some of the really cool projects you've done that are just, I, I like the engineering mind side mm -hmm. of yeah. it too, because 
there are some things where I've even looked at the images and I'm going, how in the world would you come mm -hmm. up with that? Or, you know, how would you bring that together? And um, there's a, a great image coming up here that shows your team collaborating on kind of a floating island mm -hmm. uh, idea. And it's just a good picture. It kind of captures a moment of that collaborative effort, mm -hmm. which is what's so healthy in our, in our creative environment to come up with something that's even better. Well, and you guys know that too because... You're just problem solving all the time. There's just things you can't be prepared for, or don't know, and yeah. are site specific or things like that. And that's what's amazing about our team is yeah, our so team our, is the heart of our company, and yeah. everybody that's there is you know very forward thinking and always trying to problem solve and troubleshoot and work together and yeah. teach each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. learn new ways of, of doing things. Yeah, that, you know, it kind of all starts right here, right? Yeah, you know, a table. Table yep. is what kicked it off, and. You know, and, and as we kind of look through some of these images, it's evolved. And so what what happens now? People, do they come with a, an idea like you had and say, here's what we're looking for? Or do they say, we just need something for our house? And you go out and say, ooh, here's what would work really well. And then you say, build this. That how it works or a little bit of both? Yeah. A little bit of both, absolutely. You know, we can, we can kind of take it at any stage. If you want to come to us and say, we like this piece of furniture, we'd love for you to replicate it in. This size, this size mm -hmm. and this finish, um, mm -hmm. we can do that. Or if you have just an inspiration image, like, I kind of like this, I kind of like this, kind of work with you to develop that idea and, and make it come to life. And where do you source your wood from? Yeah, the large majority of our wood comes from a broker down in Cincinnati, Shields Lumber. Um, all of our new lumber comes from there. We do still do a decent amount with reclaimed lumber. Mm -hmm. um, we work with a couple of local guys that that's their business is tearing yeah, down buildings sourcing. and barns and and, and uh, reselling the lumber. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, and I've seen a lot of the reclaimed materials in particular. I'm, I gravitate to that. Everyone knows if you've been watching this long enough. You know, I like barn beam better than just about anything else out there. And uh, to convert that into a piece of furniture and have it live again is really exciting. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, I know you've done a lot of sliding barn doors it's not just tables you yeah know, it's, it's, it's a, if you can think it yeah and it's made of these materials you guys are building it. yeah i think it's really cool the beauty of because we do wood and metal and we do everything in house <clears throat> it's really easy to capture a lot of different looks so anything from traditional farmhouse barn yeah. to scandinavian and modern um that's a great image there of yeah. a dining table it's got this really beautiful cove detail oval top um and we can create a lot of different looks yeah. and with a lot of different finishes to really um, service whatever your taste and stuff. I don't know is. if this picture does this table justice, but the, <laughs> the base, this thing weighs about 600 pounds. Nice. Um, <laughs> it's not going to tip over on The you. inside corners of that base have a, uh, I think, about an 8-inch radius mm -hmm. that... that it, well, I think we could do that, you know, <laughs> and we figured out how to do it, and yeah. it's, it, it's actually cut on a uh, cut on a table saw. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. So, do you work with an interior designer or a builder who who brings you in to accent these areas? For instance, you didn't do the coffered ceiling and, right. and design the, the uh, surrounding space. I mean, we have relationships with a lot of partners, which mm -hmm. is great. So, architects, designers, contractors... Um, even just direct-to-business owners, yeah. people like J.S. Brown who have beautiful mm -hmm. projects going on and clients who are redoing their homes and want to um, incorporate something new and different. Um, sure. 
So we work in a lot of different ways, and we work direct to customers. So we have people just filling mm -hmm. out the form on our website all the time, and we work directly with them. We're trying to make the process really easy. So. Yeah. yeah. And I love this. I mean, yeah. it seems so simple, but it's really elegant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's the beauty of, like, simplicity, right? Mm -hmm. um, so this is um, the new Nomad Columbus, which is a restaurant up in the Polaris area, and it is a beautiful space filled with incredible artwork, mm -hmm. amazing food. Um, the owner, Pat Daly, is a gem of a human. We've worked with him in a couple of his restaurants, mm -hmm. and he's great, but this space is beautiful. And it's there's a lot of cool different seating in this space, so this is like a beautiful round um, booth, which we actually built the booth and the carcass, and then worked with our partners at Fortner on the upholstery. But... Um, there's a lot of cool different seating in there. High top tables, booths, yeah. just square traditional tables, but it's such a it's a beautiful beautiful space. Yeah, it's awesome and, th and this is definitely more my my feed, you know, a porch swing, but kind of a new spin on a porch swing. <laughs> yes. It's not just your old traditional rickety porch swing. This is <laughs> pretty dang cool. Yes. Like you could take a solid nap on that. Yes, that's <laughs> not going anywhere. That's yeah. a steel construction um, there is a wood, the, the panels that you can't really see are wood, but Under the, cushion. the frame yeah. and everything is all steel construction, and it's um, it's a twin mattress-sized mm -hmm. um, horse swing, so you could definitely take a nap on it. Yeah, it's like I have a hammock that's rope, and you get rope burn in them. <laughs> or you like, can't yeah. get out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's right, or yeah. you tip over if you try to... We've been building some really down. great porch swings lately in a bunch of different styles, which has been fun. Um, and it's such a great way to extend your outdoor living season. So whether yeah. it's on a covered porch and you just want to watch a thunderstorm or drink your coffee, oh, yeah. or like this this porch swing here is like in a sort of three season room, and um, it's yeah, it's it's our customers say it's the first spot to get snagged every time. Like, yeah, there's always someone so. on it, whether it's the dog or a kid or great place to take a Zoom meeting these days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. It would be. So yeah, you're doing a lot of a lot of different things. So from a dining room table that was in a in a home that you got that didn't have furniture, to this big company that's doing things nationally. Yeah. Pretty exciting. So what's happening now? Like how's COVID impacting the way people are looking at their space, and has it changed demands to you? Yes. Um, people are spending a lot more time at home. Yep. And I've sort of been describing it as like nesting on steroids, like that feeling of like, I'm in my house all the time, I should be doing something, or I want to improve the space. And you're seeing your home in a whole new way. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing a huge increase in number of people really wanting to invest in their space and yep. valuing their home that they've created and where they're spending all their time and wanting to make updates. And sometimes it's just as simple as like, I'm working from home now, and I don't have a place to work, and I need a desk. Yeah. Um, to more remodels and mm -hmm. you know redoing things, which I'm sure you guys are seeing as well. So. Yeah, we are. We're seeing a lot of people um, evolve their space, mm -hmm. and technology is a big part of it as well. Yeah. Because now you have a whole bunch of people in the home zooming yeah. at the same time. Your kids are zooming for their schoolwork. You have parents zooming to just connect with work. And so we've watched technology improvements within homes, but again, comforting those areas and making making it stimulating to perform your work duties. Yeah. Um, not everybody does well working from home, but we're all lately required to do it. Yes. So we've got to find a way to have the environment support the way we're living in the area. So yeah, we've seen a lot of different requests, and um, we've we've gone in and outfitted kids. Uh, rooms just to have a better arrangement for mm -hmm. desk and for learning and for 
quietness and to try to limit distractions mm -hmm. uh, for someone like me who's a creative and in my own home it's like the you know the cobbler's kids have no shoes I always have projects I'm working on so putting blinders on to that you know is is challenging mm -hmm. um, so people are finding ways to live and um, work and value their home in a whole new way because yeah. of COVID. Yeah, so there's a, a term you use, the feel-good furniture. Mm. What, t tell us about what that means to you. Well, feel-good furniture, so I've long believed that, like, I, well, I've just always invested in our home, right? Like, I want our home to feel like a safe space that I love and enjoy and want to spend time in. And um, that's what we're creating for people. Mm -hmm. And we call it feel-good furniture because it's made by real people. And it's made for real life. If you have a 600-pound dining table, you don't have to worry about anybody knocking it over right. or moving it or destroying it. Um, and, you know, we, we talk a lot about making furniture for real life and the fact that it's made by real people that live in your community mm -hmm. and love what they do. And we feel good about the work we're doing. We want you to feel good about the space that you live in. And so that's sort of why we call it Feel Good Furniture. Yeah, and I, I think that is good. And I think a lot of people feel good about knowing it's locally sourced mm -hmm. or locally made. There's a big piece of that, which I think yeah. you guys have captured well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's super important to us. And I was actually just talking to a designer yesterday evening. She came by the shop and was just telling us how much trouble they're having with big national and international vendors mm -hmm. and just not, not following through for them and getting things done and just making them realize how... How important it is and how much easier it is to just keep it local. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think the international piece definitely has logistic challenges mm -hmm. in its own. Yeah. And you see some of the mass production uh, companies, won't name any of them, uh, where you have to screw things together and it's just not well made. It looks neat from mm -hmm. the outside, don't get it wet. And, you know, yeah. you, you guys are building things very <coughs> solid. Yeah. and you're able to have a wide variety of looks to the furniture, mm -hmm. uh, which is impressive. We're going to see a lot more of it if you hang around here. Uh, we're going to look at some of the different creative things that you're doing. I stole a lot of images off your website because, you know, as I was tooling around on it, I There's went, oh, my gosh, so much, such yeah. fun stuff to look at. And you go, really? This is in Columbus? Yeah. You know, and I think that's the exciting thing about our city is it's it's been anchored in tradition yeah. But we're watching it really expand in its contemporary nature and just creative uh, outlets that people are saying, we want more, we want something different. Yeah. And it's great to have you guys right here that see it, can build it, make it a reality. Yeah. And not to dwell on COVID too much, but I think that COVID has really reminded people how important their local businesses and communities are. And just because you don't work for or own a local business, your neighbor works for them and their livelihood and your community are reliant on local businesses thriving and um, you know talking about the feel-good furniture we we really stand behind what we do we're your neighbor we're gonna make it right we're gonna do what's right and um, we're dedicated to making really quality furniture that isn't gonna fall mm -hmm. apart and you don't have to worry about your kid taking a zoom call on um, and you know we talk a lot about it being like heirloom quality furniture we want to create something that you're gonna give to your pass kids on. and pass yeah, on because it's gonna last and it's gonna be in good shape and um, we just want you to create memories around these pieces and let them live in your families for a mm -hmm. long time. So, Well, we're going to take a break from that and go on to something that Ben enjoys probably more than anything other than me ribbing on him. <laughs> and that is what, Ben? Is it the tip of the week? It is the tip of the week. It's time for the tip of the week. 
And this one's really geared more for Alex than anybody out there. So uh, we're gonna just say the advice out there, if you're doing any carpentry work, measure twice and cut once. I would say measure three times. Yeah, well, I, I, yeah, I would probably agree with that, especially if you're radiusing some things yeah. or ripping it on a table saw. I would yeah. think you might have to study that for quite a while. So, you know, it's so funny how many people who are skilled carpenters and uh, were in the industry of building custom everything as well, that you, you can get ahead of yourself and you rush. And this is a great tip. Uh, believe it or not, as simple as it is, it's, and I can't get lost in too many of these words like I normally do when I read these <laughs> tips of the week. Uh, but, you know, I, I can tell you, uh, I was working with a, one of our carpenters, this is years ago, I was working with one of our carpenters, he's just phenomenal. And I was helping him out in the field, which is dangerous in itself. There's usually screw-ups if I'm helping, you know, in the <laughs> field. And uh, we were cutting some crown mold. I remember we ran the tape together because it was this long wall. We had just enough crown to get this wall, uh, this uh, ceiling to wall uh, joined. And um, we ran this uh, tape and we went out to the table you know, to cut it at the saw. And uh, I saw what he was measuring and I said, I don't think that's right. I said, I, I'm pretty sure it was, uh, you know, that you're an inch off. He goes, nope. He goes, I know, and he just kind of dismissed me, and I said, I'm, I'm almost positive it is. And he goes, nope, I know what it is, and he cuts it, and we go to put it up, and he snugs it on his end, and I was like, it's not snug here. He said, well, t pull it over your end, and I, boom, and there's an inch. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, that, that can't be right. And I said, well, we measured once, <laughs> literally, we measured once. And, you know, he was just scratching his head like, how could I make this mistake? How can I, we all make them. Yeah. And it was a silly mistake, but we were out of material. And, and here it, it ruined the day. We had to go get more material. It was special order. It took a couple weeks just for that one, that one mismeasurement. Yep. Mm -hmm. That makes a big, big difference. So, uh, and you waste material too, which was really unfortunate. Frustration for everyone around, mm -hmm. all around. Yeah, and then the client looks at you like, you know, and of course I get blamed. It's like, because this guy's here. He didn't stretch it. And there is no such thing as a board stretcher. So, you know, you can't just rolling pin it out yeah. and, uh, and get that, that extra nice inch thing. out of it. So, so I want to show some of these things because this is the, um, the next image uh, here. This is super, super cool. And these are just some of the some shelves you built. So tell us about this project because that's just fun. Yeah, this is an office project up in the Cleveland area um, that we partnered with... Um, local architect we've done a lot of work with uh, GRA and D and uh, we did a lot of stuff in this in this office in particular these shelving it's just geometric um, wood shelves that mm -hmm. are suspended by uh, steel rods I believe um, yeah. mm -hmm. it was a, it was a really neat um, neat project and again challenging you look at it it's like oh it's just it's some boards put together it's at right angles yeah. but it's it's much more challenging than that because these things are okay. I think that bottom one is probably Third, 12 or 13 feet long. Yeah, it's a really big space. It's, yeah, it's done in, in multiple sections and joined on site. Oh, yeah, it's got to be so. a couple hundred pounds, 150 <laughs> pounds. Yeah. yeah. It's also such a great reminder that, like, something as simple as shelving can still be interesting. Mm -hmm. And you can still put a little detail and personality into it um, and display your objects in a, you know, it becomes an art piece, too. It's not just yeah. practical, but it's... But I think uh, design can be art, and mm -hmm. there's layers of the art. So when you mm -hmm. look at this particular project, you, you have the shelves, but you have the steel mm -hmm. supporting the shelves, but then the backdrop that it's against, mm -hmm. and the lighting, and so many things go into play of making it all come together. Yeah, and like proportions, like it's really sleek and linear. Um, yeah, it's just, 
it's fun to like play with shape and form and line mm -hmm. and so what do people need to know about when they're they're coming to you about custom furniture like what's some of the advice you give them for planning it or yeah so i think that the idea of custom furniture can feel overwhelming for people or intimidating um but we pride ourselves on creating a really streamlined and simple process for people mm -hmm. a we'll walk you through it um but I think people oftentimes are pretty surprised that it's not as expensive as they thought it would be. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I I understand that saying like I'm going to design some custom furniture seems yeah, intimidating. It sounds expensive. It sounds expensive. <laughs> yes. Sounds expensive. Yes. Yeah. You use the yeah. word custom, and you know, people just see dollar signs. But yeah. um, you know, we we want we want to make the process easy. We want to make the process fun. And um, if you've never gone through it, we're happy to walk you through it and, you know, hold your hand and take you step by step. But, um, and know that you can have a product that you're going to love and that people who love what they do are going to build it and we're going to stand behind it. So, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that's the beautiful thing of customization is it isn't going down an assembly line. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just getting spit out of a machine. Right. Your neighbor's and not going to have the same table. That's right. It's a one of a kind. <laughs> yeah. And uh, now someone might say, build me that same table. Yeah. It's still going to look different. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think that's a, w w there's inspiration that comes from other items that are customized that allows you to then personalize it even more. And, and that, that's what makes it an heirloom piece. Yeah. Because it, you have put your heart into <coughs> that piece being made just for you. And it becomes a conversation piece too, right? So like you host dinner and people are like, wow, this is a cool table. I've never seen this. Or that mirror is such an interesting shape in your bathroom. Like, where did you get that? And it just becomes this like talking yeah. point and starting point of conversation for your home and design and how and why it all came together. So Yeah. And so here's a cool image, you know, of... of activity in your shop, yeah. you know, what's going on on a day-to-day -day basis. And I will tell you, when I've walked in, that's one of my favorite smells yes. on the planet, is that cut wood, this, you know, the sanding, all that that uh, smell of what's being produced yeah. is just exciting. Yeah. I mean, it gets in your blood. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this, this again, this is for that same office. Um, you can see the process pictures here, and the next slide will be the finished product, but... Yeah, this um, is that floating table. Yeah, floating That's island. Spectacular. Yeah, yeah, it's cantilevered off that that uh, column. There's a there's a leg on the other end, um, but uh, yeah, this was a this was again was a really neat project and figuring out. There's some cool details to this that I think at the end of the project it didn't it doesn't really do it justice what you can what you can actually see. But on the previous slide you can see how he's cutting this really really deep undercut chamfer into mm -hmm. the table. Um, that if you look at it in elevation, you can see how it how it uh, elevation or maybe in like a section cut, but it it doesn't ultimately end up doing doing justice to like the cool detail. But it was still a fun project. So. Yeah, well, it's pretty. And, and to think of it though, I, I think that's the thing that um, so many times when you flip through images, there's not enough credit given to someone had to think of this. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you see it and you just go, "That's cool. I want to do that." But it had to originate somewhere, and in that thought process, and then the engineering behind it is a big, big part. Because you can have this floating island like that, but when I do this to it, and it doesn't go yeah. know, onto the floor, that's the thought you have to put into it so it doesn't. Or if someone tries to sit on the edge of this, is yeah. there a big sign that says, do not sit on me, right. you know, that type of do thing. Do not stand on me. <laughs> Don't dance on me. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were some questions dancing. around that when we saw it. They're like, so, like... We have parties after hours, and you know people are drinking. And I'm like, don't 
Dan, don't dance on the don't table. Don't walk on it. <laughs> it's don't, not a plank. Don't dance on the so, table. Yeah. But yeah, and it's it's um, we talk about it quite often. Is like sometimes the simplest designs are really hard sure. to build or install, and sometimes something that looks really complicated really wasn't that hard. So yeah, yeah. So now I think one of the cool things about it is you, you have the ability for someone just to shop mm-hmm. online. There's a little mm-hmm. area where you can say you can you can buy some of these yeah. things. They're ready for you. It doesn't all have to necessarily be custom. They're custom built, mm-hmm. but they're custom ready yeah. as well. And so they could look at some chairs and say, ooh, I want 10 of those chairs, mm-hmm. and you'd make them 10 of those chairs. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so on our website, over the last year and a half, we've been launching our in-house furniture line, which is completely customizable as well. Mm-hmm. But what it is is it's um, we have a, uh, a team of guys in the shop that are in charge of prototyping and coming up with new designs. So you'll see a lot of those products. And then over time, as we start to see trends and customers really gravitating towards certain designs and things like that, we are creating an offering online. And you can customize it in dimension, in finish. So it can still be customized to your space. And it's all done online, and it's super simple. But yeah, to your point, everything's made to order. So we don't keep inventory of things. We have, you know, between four and eight week lead times on some items online. But... um, yeah, it will be made. So the luck. online items are four to four to eight weeks. Did you yeah, say? it just sort yeah. of depends on the item. And if there's a custom item, I'm sure it depends on yeah. what the scope of the job mm-hmm. is. But yep. how far are they into a queue right now? Uh, we're pretty good. I mean, I would say we're no more than eight to ten weeks right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So tell me what's happened with uh, COVID and lumber supply. Mm-hmm. Have you experienced <laughs> anything with that? Um, not yet, <laughs> but right. I actually good. did. Get, well, well I think it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. You need I to make a new table for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is coming. I actually did talk to our um, main lumber supplier a few days ago, and he says they're starting to see uh, some signs of... Uh, shortages and also price increases because of supply issues. Mm-hmm. Um, said that this time of year, the log decks at the mill should be pretty, pretty well stacked up, ready to go into the winter, and they're just they're, they're just not. not. And there's been a lot of mills that have gone out of business just because they weren't, you know, they didn't have a, a you know big enough backlog of of uh, work and enough cash saved up to weather yeah <coughs> weather what they've been through well nobody knew yeah it'd no. be anything like this no. i mean this is no. unprecedented so um i think there's a lot of people that are caught off guard from that and you can't plan for it there's no business plan that ever had a pandemic written into it yeah and now they probably are yeah so you know as we move forward there's some new ways of learning through how to support con- uh, consumers but also survive mm-hmm. through something like this you know, a few weeks back, and you probably remember this, Dan Street from Fifth Avenue Lumber was on, and we were talking about the the shortage of lumber availability, not because of a shortage of trees in the harvesting side of things, but because of the lack of it going through mills, mills shut down, mills being closed permanently, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And so you have less product being produced, even at the most rapid rate that it can be produced, mm-hmm. but even that's been limited because of the restrictions that COVID has created to say we can't have three uh, lines coinciding working because that violates social distancing with our work staff. So we've had to eliminate work staff. And so it's just the output is about a quarter of what it was. Mm -hmm. So now your wood is more specialty wood. We're not using your lumber to frame a you know wall. Yeah, it's not framing lumber, but it's all, I mean, it all originates from the same 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 sources. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It does. So yeah. it's the same kind of thing, but with the, the volume of, 
OSB and the volume of two by fours, two by sixes, two by tens, etc. Yeah. That's where the building industry has felt an earlier chokehold than maybe. Yep. I was curious if it's if yeah. it's reached you. And it's, there's just so much more demand too. Yeah. More, more projects and new home build markets up. The largest it's been in over 25 years. The largest demand. So. Yeah, isn't it great? All this good news. 2020 <laughs> is one of those years that it's just like, now bourbon sales is up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's, a, that's good news for yes. the, the liquor manufacturers. And not only that, they've, they've converted their supply to uh, hand lotion. Yeah, hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah, so that's, uh, that's something else. But um, So I want to I direct people to your website so they can look at some of the stuff I didn't put on here for them to see. Yeah. But also for them to know how to look at your little store. And, yeah. and it is. I was looking at the prices on some of it, and I was like, oh, that's not so bad. It's right. not as bad as you would think for high quality. And I've seen your stuff yeah. and been around it. And, again, are you still taking people coming in to see your shop? Mm-hmm. People can come in. Yeah. Yeah. Wear that's a mask. cool. Yeah, wear a mask. Yeah, wear a mask. I'm not trying to get a parade of people in there. But yeah. if you love this stuff, you want to see it, you want to see how the, this uh, these, these guys are truly artisans in what they do. You want to see that gift. Uh, being translated into to something creative. I mean, every time I'm in there, I see something new, and I was I get excited about. It. I was working with one of your guys that uh, was punching holes in steel and mm-hmm. putting something, and I was looking at the hole punches, you know, the punched steel, and I was like, you, that's a rivet you Signal, can inlay into. Yeah. The, you know, I get excited about yeah. that. It fuels my energy, and I'm like, that'd be so cool to inlay into the edge and have a little rivet, you know, inset, like waste nothing. Yeah, because yeah. I'm really big on you know, trying to preserve everything you can. So yeah. it's like one creative element creates an avenue for a whole new one. Yeah. And that's the, that you can feel that energy, you know, yeah. in your shop and you can see it from you two as well. Yeah. And I'm glad, you know, that it's working so well for you yeah. because I'm sure having kids at home right now, oh, yeah. zooming and doing all that puts a lot yeah. of stress on. And to your point about like what you were saying about our shop too, I, we, we joke that our shop smells like nostalgia. Like you come mm-hmm. in and it smells like sawdust and everyone always comes in and they're like, Oh, my grandpa had a yeah. shed out back or it like reminds me of my dad's garage or whatever. And it's it's just fun to come in and actually be able to see the people making the furniture. And I think it adds so much value and an element to the story of like what you created. When yeah. someone asks about the table, be like, it was so cool. I got to like go in and see the guy cutting the legs for this or yeah. whatever. And there's just such a good value add to that. And it it you can't compare that to a big box dining table or a big box porch swing. It's it's it may look the same, but it, it it's not the same. So yeah, it's very true. And Kurt Cobain had a song about it. it smells like nostalgia, isn't that right? <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, if, if, if people visit our <laughs> yeah, website, it's very grungy. If, if you if you visit our website, which is edgeworkcreative.co, not .com, um, there's so much to see on the website. Yep. There's we we blog every week. We do deep dives into projects. We interview designers and homeowners. Um, there's projects galore, um, and uh, there's just so much to inspire and get ideas and mm-hmm. help you know, spark your next project. Well, it's well done. You know, the website's well done. And, and the journey I um, experienced kind of going through it before we put things together for our uh, show today, uh, you have several different projects. And it isn't just a picture and a project. There's a little bit of a how-to in the mm-hmm. process in it and the inspiration, the story, mm-hmm. you know, behind why someone wanted to do what they did. And that's, yeah. that's a super cool. That's fun stuff yeah. to understand. Because everyone has, you listening, have your own story that you'll have on their website when you have them make your furniture. 
Yeah, and another really great resource if you're thinking about custom and wanting to know more and learn more, we actually have a blog. Um, so if you go to work with us tab at the top, um, we have a blog about how custom works and we walk you through step by step what you'll experience and how we'll help you. And I think it helps alleviate some of the hurdles and um, unknowns for people. So. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, great. Well, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having this us. Really fun. It's great to see all your stuff. Yeah. I'm looking forward to some new things. And I'm going to go over and smell some nostalgia for too long <laughs> uh, because it's just awesome over in your shop. Thanks. So, Thank you. Thanks. And so maybe we'll bring Ben along with a camera and we'll Sounds film good. something you're doing yeah. and then yeah. we'll launch that for you. So if you want to see that, stay tuned. And come back every week for Above Grade. Uh, we really enjoy having you here. Hope you're learning a lot, seeing a lot of things that are inspiring you to do projects in your own time. So make sure you join us each and every week and download the old episodes if you haven't seen them. If it happens to be your first time watching us or listening to us, we got archives beyond belief of really cool stuff just like this um, and some things that you might find interesting. So check it out. Until then, have a great week. I'm Bryce Jacob with J.S. Brown & Company for Above Grade. We'll see you next week. Boxland Media. Think big.